I'm Bobby. I'm Evan. And this could be a podcast. And today's secret word is Sister Act. So, yeah, I'm like, I hate open container laws and I hate, I also hate public intox laws, quite frankly, because I think it's far too subjective. Yeah, I think. Like, I mean, so right now, right now, you could go into a bar as a cop right now. You could walk into a bar and bust somebody for public intox. Yeah. And I'm like, intox- oh, I feel like both of these are old timey Westy laws. Yeah. I feel like these are like ramifications. From I think laws prob- from I think time again. I think it's like a holdovers of prohibition that, you know, it's pe- also the same thing. I well, mean, people just in, after prohibition. Oh, no, no, no. But we're not going to let people walk around with it. We're not going to let people right. do this because, uh, you know, well, I do think I mean, it may be interesting to go back and look. I did Ken Burns make a documentary on prohibition. I'm pretty sure he did. I think he did, but like, or maybe I just have read I, enough books about prohibition. But I think there is a valid point. Like, there were people just constantly drunk, belligerently drunk, a lot in and, public. And, and the, no and, doubt, it's and, a and the amount of the amount of time that people like also. Well, I don't want to. Okay, we're people being drunk. People being drunk in public was a mass problem. It, would it still well, be a problem today? Wait, I don't you, know. Wait, you wouldn't even have to qualify as a mass problem. You can yeah. just say it happened yeah. at, a, at a rate that was more than happens now. Sure. Right? Well, because, well, yeah. Because there was, again, there, there was the amount of functioning right. people that were intoxicated while they yeah. were out that, that weren't doing anything. Now, you couple that with, like, you know, I can move two towns over and no one ever knows who the hell I am. Right, right. And, yeah, then you're opening up a kind of a can of worms here for a bunch of people, but... I feel like there is so many laws on the books uh, from disorderly conduct to, you know, uh, what's it? What's another? I mean, just, just public, nu- public nuisance. There's so many other things mm-hmm. that, you know, just because I'm drunk walking down the street and you see me stumble doesn't mean I need to get picked up. I, I mean, well, we were shooting a pellet gun in my backyard. And yeah. Like, uh, what are the chances that a neighbor of mine looks out and sees us? Right. Shooting? right. Is it is it? In the realm of possibility, sure. Is it highly likely? No, yeah. but I mean, it's still a right. realm of possibility because we and people aren't used to seeing that. And there's, I, I think I've told on the podcast before, we got we got uh, the cops called on us for parking the wrong way on a street for 15 yes. minutes. Yeah. You know, so yeah. all that shit can happen. Yeah. And you should tell the story of this uh, young this young musician that we've put on a show before who <laughs> tell what? who in his Facebook incident. I mean, oh, we don't have to name yeah, names yeah, or anything yeah, like that, yeah, but like yeah. the absurdity of calling the cops, cops for something on, for yeah. what you feel. The, the, I don't know why. Like some people feel like, oh man, you know what this justifies? This justifies bringing people with guns into the situation with authority. Yeah. Like, and you know, a guy wrote a song about his ex girlfriend because that's what singers just, do. Wait, everyone, just make sure you're sitting down, strap yourself in yeah. for this lunacy. Okay. So, like. A guy, he was in a band with a girl, and they were boyfriend-girlfriend. BFFs. They, they broke up. Yeah. So said guy wrote a song for about the, said girl. For the first time ever, that happened. For yeah. the first time no one, ever. No one, no one ever is, in history has ever wrote a song about having a shitty ex-girlfriend or, or a girlfriend that you you know ruined your life or, wh- or whatever. Yeah. I've, I've never done that. I've written many songs. I've never done that. Okay. <laughs> said girlfriend's new boyfriend- Here's the song. Oh. Uh, and which should be a victory that you had your song listened to, <laughs> by the way. Like, <laughs> right. It's not, a, we've right. heard the song. It's not a good song. It's not good. It's not good. And 
puts like a giant Facebook post up about it's bullshit and sucks and this guy is a piece of shit, blah blah blah. I don't I can't tell you the validity of how much this kid this guy is a piece of shit, whether mm-hmm. or not he is. I've got some opinions, but we they're not necessary to this story. <laughs> and so the guy who wrote the song felt so threatened about it, he called the fucking cops. He called the cops. He called dispatch. And and complained that he doesn't feel safe because guy, you know, put him on blast on Facebook about how his song fucking sucks or, or right. whatever. And how he's he's a piece of shit and probably should watch. Now, I, mean, he, I don't know if he said watches back or anything like because I never read the post, but I just kind of heard this third party. Even if someone said that online, watch your back, watch bro. your back. Hey, I'm gonna come at you. You talk shit about my girl. Yeah, watch your back. So then he calls the cops. cops. There's he's like, number- I want to involve people with firearms into the situation. That's what I need to do. I'm trying to think if I've ever called the cops for anything. I don't think I've ever done it. I. I have called the non-emergency number. I think I've talked about this. Dispatch, motherfucker. Dis- well, you know, I did call 911 one time. Um, I was driving down the road. I was driving down the street, and there was a dude just sta- sitting on the curb with blood all over his face. And I'm like, well, something's up here. That's probably an emergency. I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call. I am going to use 911. Hey, listen, I just passed this guy. I'm here. And, and I'm talking like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And dispatch is like, calm down, sir. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, hold on. What street? Where? What block? What block was he on? Calm down. It's like, um, I'm calm. Hey, there is a dude with blood all over his face. He's sitting on the curb, you know, uh, about in front of this business. Okay, all right, fine. What's your name? I don't think you need my name. You for don't this. need my name. This is an anonymous and, tip. And I like that was from before. Like when I went and one the other time I called. I called the non-emergency line because there was just like somebody was hauling like a glass window or mm-hmm. something and it fell off and it was just literally just a pane of glass smashed in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, well, this is an emergency. I'm going to call the non-emergency line. I'm like, hey, uh, just FYI, like halfway up this road, there's just a shit ton of glass in the road. Mm-hmm. And okay, what's your name and your phone number? I'm like, uh, oh, um, no. I, and I gave it to it. I'm like, I don't understand. And then it's like, I hung up. I'm like, why the hell would this is not necessary? It's like the uh, Walmart associate uh, as you leave <laughs> the, me, the can store. I your, can, I, can I see your receipt? No. No. I, no. Are you, are you accusing me of stealing yeah. right now? Right. Are you itemizing everything I fucking bought right Did now? Did you see everything that I put in my cart not get scanned? Yeah. Yeah. Are there not cameras everywhere? To, yeah. The idea, like the people at the drop of the hat being offended, saying, I need to involve the police in this situation yeah. right now. If I don't involve the police in the situation, I, and not thinking about, hey, you know what happens when police get involved? It escalates. It totally and becomes, escalates. Yeah. escalates and like, and you catch a person on their bad day yeah either the person getting called on or the cop yeah things will get any get even worse any person in the party y- any y- yeah. yeah in then you learn people's fight or flight mentality and everything right. like that because you're putting people in a corner and everything like that and people can be it's it is a problem online because it's it's so ridiculous that like going back to the story of the dude writing the song about yeah. his ex-girlfriend that's happened forever that's happened forever yes. Everybody, Everyone. every shitty musician has ever and written, good ones. written a song about their shitty ex-girlfriend. Yeah, they have. They have. 
Uh, what's, uh, By the way, I in my scenario, <laughs> only men can be musicians. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet yeah. you think this song is about you. Uh, uh, right, right. Joni Mitchell, right? Yeah. Or no, is that? Who did sing that song? I shouldn't uh, know that. That's, uh, what's uh, Car- uh, that's Carly, Carol, Carol uh, King. No, Carly Simon. Carly Simon? Carly Simon. Right, Carly Simon, 100%. I bet you think this song is about you. Yeah. Can you imagine James Taylor? Uh, was it James yeah. Taylor or was it or yeah, was it I, I'm was pretty it sure. James Taylor or was it what's his name? I thought it was uh, uh who's the guy? Uh, Warren Beatty. I don't know. Let's find out. This song. Yeah, Carly Man. Simon. Duck Duck Does really. Uh, Shh, I didn't type it in right. Shut up. I, yeah, Carly Simon. Got it. You son of a bitch. Done. Wow. One. You're so vain. That's you what we should be. So, that's what you should be. Yep, that's 100% the way you should be doing. No. She sang that she said the song was not about Mick Jagger, who contributed uncredited backing vocals. Do you remember reading that? Looks like we're not going to see here. Hold on. Mick Jagger like did backing vocals? Interesting. Yeah. So Simon was married to James Taylor. She said the song was uh, that he was definitely not the subject of the song. David Bowie, David Cassidy, and Cat Stevens have all been cited by the press as speculative candidates. I remember like somebody like won a raffle or something, um, like or won at an auction that Carly Simon would tell you who the song who the song was about. Hmm. Does that interest you at all? Or is that so, absolutely ridiculous? So in a 2007, it is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Um, wow. It, in okay, a 2007. So, well, okay, before okay. that, let's go in chronological okay. order because this right. is kind of weird too. In 2004, Simon told Regis Philbin. Simon. Regis. What? Okay. Who's the song about? Who is? I'm dead now. <laughs> Back in 2004 though, he was alive. Regis Philbin is yeah. still alive. right? In my heart. Yeah. Is he dead? Yeah, he's dead. Really? Yeah. No. When did Regis Philbin uh, die? 2017, 2018, not looking. 2020. Oh, well, oh, oh, I'm wrong. He what was, the hell? How he, did we miss that? Uh, there's this crazy thing that happened in 2020. What day did he die in 2020? July. In July of 2020, there was a lot of things going on. I'm sorry, but the <laughs> fact that Regis really? Philbin- I remember, I remember the fact that Regin, Regis Philbin died. I am finding it out now, no. 11 months after yeah. it happened. Regis Philbin's dead. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How old was he? He was 88. Yeah. I mean, solid life. Wow. Lap of luxury. Greenwich, Connecticut. Wow. Gorgeous. That's where he died. Oh, he was Joey Bishop's uh, sidekick in the Joey Bishop show. I'm sorry, but this seems like. Wait. Wow. Yeah. Who was the shitty country musician that we remember dying? Joe Diffie. Joe Diffie. Well, I've got a special place in my heart for Joe Diffie, so we're not going to talk about. And it. also, he was like the first COVID death. He was like he mm. was the first COVID celebrity death. That's putting it loose. I, I, oh, fuck. anyway, the man has hits. Okay. Welcome to Earth, Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> uh, John Deere Green. Um, We've already talked. There about was it. a couple other ones. <laughs> We've already talked about. We listen. We listened to his whole. I'm going to move on. Oh, past prop, reach. Prophetic prop me up against the jukebox when I die. That was Joe Diffie. <laughs> but they never did it. No, I was like, so uh, are we getting? Uh, so are we, are we getting Joe Diffie? We uh, 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 well, the bars uh, are closed because of COVID. It's so, COVID. You know, are we gonna can't get, really do it? Are we know? gonna get Joe Diffie? And the, uh, the morgues uh, are backed up and everything. What's the like word? That. Uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, taxidermied. Taxidermy Joe Diffie up against the jukebox. Ooh, Ooh is that the follow-up <sighs> country song? 
<laughs> Taxidermy <laughs> Joe Diffie up against the jukebox. Okay, so back yeah. to... Okay, I'm Regis push, Philbin said. I'm going to push on. No, this is what she told Regis Philbin. Okay. Okay. If I tell you it's going to come out in dribs and drabs, oh, okay. I've given out two letters already, an A and an E, but I'm going to add one to it. I'm going to add an R in honor of you. So now we have three letters. Fuck off. I like the mysterious nature of it. It's good. So and yeah. then in 2007, I'll let you take the Warren Beatty. 2007, Warren Beatty said, let's be honest, that song's about me. Simon had said in 1983 that Beatty certainly thought it was about him. He called me and said, thanks for the song wow. in an interview for 1978. Uh, I feel like Warren Beatty's yeah. the guy that everyone thinks every other white guy is. Like, mm. you know, when they're like, oh, they just all the doors open for him and they just be, like slap every girl in the ass and like yeah. everything just happens for him. It's like, well, yeah, that you in my wildest dreams, I would never be that arrogant and call somebody and be like, let's be honest. In 2007, <laughs> let's be honest. That, that song's, song's about, about me. me. And in 1983, he certainly thought it was about him. He called me and said, thanks for the song. He made yeah. a phone call again, making it like a just an incredible. Bet you think the song is about you. But yeah. like line and everything, and no, all those things fit. All these weird narcissists and in, uh, in the you know in celebrities, you know. Well, and weird. we know going back to, I mean, I, I think Go there's on. a certain level of narcissism in calling the cops over a Facebook post because yeah. that's oh, yeah. how you think somebody is somebody is going to do something to you, and they care so much about you, they're going to put <laughs> their life. In risk, right? right? Well, They're, not really, because I'm going to beat the shit out of them. In this day and age, if you get into a fight and yeah. you are cited for assault on yeah. somebody, you are opening that's a, up that's a, a huge legal can of worms. You could beat the shit out of somebody, even 15 years ago. You could beat the shit out of somebody. What I'm saying is, anybody can talk shit about my wife, and that's oh. I'm not going to get make a Facebook post. If you guys want to leave a review about how shitty Nathan's <laughs> wife is, <laughs> just I love to, my wife. Just well, yeah, he does. I but, love my you know. wife, but uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Warren that was Beatty, a Warren, it was sign tangent, but like I, Warren Beatty feels like not everyone's lived Warren Beatty's life, you know. <laughs> What's your opinion on Warren? Do you have like a full on opinion on Warren Beatty besides him being a piece of shit because of Carly Simon? None of the things that he that I'm reading about right now would surprise me. That's yeah. that's the aura. He seems like in his authentic self. He seems like an arrogant douchebag. But I was a full on child mm-hmm. when the. Tracy, uh, Dick Tracy, Dick Tracy movie came out, and I don't know if it was you know because it looked poppy, full of colors, mm-hmm. um, or it was the, the excellent marketing done by McDonald's. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to love that movie so fucking hard, and I thought it was going to be the fucking coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And then being incredibly disappointed, and really just thinking, man, this is just so fucking weird and bizarre. What the fuck is this? I don't understand this. It was what the first movie on? I ever saw in theaters. No shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. My my yeah. my uncle took me to it, and being probably in the same trance of like, this is going to be fucking so, awesome. So fucking cool. And my parents having zero like interest. <laughs> well, like not zero interest. Like they just didn't like. It was like, oh, is it PG thirteen? Oh. Like what was Dick Tracy? It was definitely oh, it was PG. I think. Okay, we'll look it up. Um, I don't think it was PG thirteen. It was, I believe, it was for children. Well, we'll find out. Hold on. I just remember being like, um, okay, this is a movie. This is nice. This is fun. Yeah. I remember like thinking, but oh my God, 19, yeah, so 1990. So it I is was, PG. Uh, I would have been eight. Let's just put it in comparison. Or, no, I, I would have been six at this point. I, I saw Dick Tracy and then I saw the Care Bears movie. 
Those were the mm. <laughs> so. Mm. I was five. Yeah. When this when this came out, so. Yeah, I just remember watching. This is garbage. This is not good. I don't understand what's going on here. Fucking Al Pacino. Like mm-hmm. well, then I rewatched it like when I was ten. Oh, Warren Beatty directed it, by the way. Oh, that's right. You did. I was just like, no, because he's maybe so I was, vain. Maybe I was ten or maybe I was twelve. I'm like, okay. I'm going to go back. I'm going to revisit this just to make sure that it is a complete piece of shit. And I was 12. I'm like, this is a complete plus. What the fuck is Al Pacino doing in this? Why is, money. why is Al Pacino doing in this? What is happening here? I do like how the uh, the movie trailer thumb line or the movie poster thumbnail is yeah. <laughs> at the bottom of Dick Tracy says, now playing everywhere. Yeah. I I think it was really because of the the McDonald's marketing. I think that's what really got me, quite frankly. It was overhyped. <laughs> it was uh yeah. I remember what like other things were overhyped. Like mm-hmm. not that it's a bad movie, but I remember like when Mission when the Mission Impossible movie came out. Oh. I was I saw the trailer for it and I was like, "Ooh, that yeah. looks awesome." Like I remember uh, cuz so that came out in 96, right? That was ninety six. That was ninety six. Yes. So yeah. that was on the cusp because that was rated. That was PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Yeah. I wasn't thirteen. Mm-hmm. So I remember asking my parents for permission. I'm like, can I please? Can I, can we please go see this? You know. Yeah. And they didn't care. <laughs> like, yeah. I was only asking them permission because I knew the that was the rare time when the the movie theater attendants actually would you know ask you sure <laughs> if you were sure. this age or not. My parents yeah. didn't care, but uh, I remember getting really hyped up for that movie, and we saw it in theaters and. Oh yeah, and I think Mighty Ducks D two was another one where I got really hyped, hyped up. up. For it. Yeah, I love this shit. Uh, I mean, m- me and the Mission Impossible series. I'm I'm a fairly large fan. I think yeah. I think they're for the most part. Well, I think they're they're in a different. It's a different age now. I think it's a little bit different now. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the first one, and I don't remember. So that came. You know, that was ninety six. So mm-hmm. I was thirteen. I only watched it on video, and it was like, oh, this is really good. I remember, I specifically remember seeing the trailer for the first time, and it was like late at night. Yeah. Um, I forget what I was watching, but I remember it was like, whoa, yeah. that looks awesome. That it, looks yeah. fantastic. And, it, and it, I think it I think it still holds up. I think it's really good still. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's very different. And I remember having to convince, we were at, I think we were at a church lock-in. You mm-hmm. know, you know. So we were at a church. Where, yeah, I remember those weird <laughs> ritualistic things, you know, like yeah. where you just like all the teenagers. This go, is not a cult. This the, is not no, a cult. no. It's just like it's a fun thing. It's, it's a, a fun, fun thing. We're just locking you in here. It's called a lock-in. It's a lock-in where you just go. We went to. So we went to the church. Uh-huh. Not not our church. We went to the Methodist church. Oh, and it was, so it was like well, because you know, if we did it only with the Catholic kids, it'd only be like ten of us. So, mm-hmm. and well, did they have lemon squares and uh, orange juice? Uh, that I don't know. We played broom ball and uh, played uh, sardines. <laughs> did you, know. you like uh, roll a spindle down the hill or anything no, like that? Or no, Would yeah, you... broom ball. Are you familiar with? Broom? No, it's like basic. It's hockey with a ball and brooms. It sounds fantastic. I mean, it's basically it's basically hockey that you can do like on the cheap with shit you can buy at the store. Instead of like you know like field hockey sounds so sad. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it, no, it's I mean it's basically hockey. Did you make shadow puppets on the wall too? No, but do you, you, do you know sardines? Do you play that game? Sardines, no. Oh, sardines is a lovely game, oh. and I love the shit out of it. Okay, and it's hold on, let me finish my story. With Mission okay. Impossible first. I just want to keep bragging <laughs> okay. on lock-ins. So Mission Impossible. So like we instead we watched. I'm like, hey, we should really watch. Like we've got these three movies. Which one do you want to watch first? And it's like two o'clock in the, oh, in the morning. What movies? What movies? Wait, wait, can I wait, wait? Yeah. Can you give me? 
Can I don't I don't remember what the other ones were. The, oh. But the one we started watching, the one we watched first was Keanu Reeves in Chain Reaction. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, Chain Reaction also starring Morgan Freeman. I can't yeah. remember who the female lead because I just watched that. I've just watched that within the past calendar year, mm-hmm. and I watched it before I watched. Uh, you know, we're at this lock, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. I just. I think that. I might even. I th- that might have been one of those weird things where, like, I went to the movie theater with my dad, and like every now and then, my like my mom would have her sorority over. She she really had, she had a, she was a part of this like grown adult woman women okay and it was basically like they would just go to someone's house every month and just hang out and chit chat and just have a girl's thing but they called it a, it was a sorority did anyone sell anything at this? no okay no it was literally just like mm. everybody go to somebody's house and they just visit it feels like there needs to be a different name for that well they had like, like they had friends they had greek letters and, and everything and it, and it was like a national organization blah 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 and no one was selling anything no one was selling anything bullshit I'm just. I, I think your mom was selling sex toys. Maybe, maybe that was it. <laughs> Marital aids. Yeah. So like every so often we'd have to get like you know once a year we'd get kicked out of the mom house. Mom and dad or dad. And All right, maybe. everybody, everybody. Okay. Yeah, she was totally. You got to get toys. out. I remember one time like I was stuck there and I had to be like in locked in not locked in my room because we didn't have locks on our doors. Uh-huh. It was just but like you, stay, you stay in your room. Do not come out. She was totally selling sex toys, yeah. dude. Uh, anyhow, so I'd watched. I went. I love. Wait, your mom sold real estate, right? Yeah, later. That was later. Later. That was later. Beginning of her sales career. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so I watched Chan reaction like in the theater for some fucking reason. I don't know why. (laughs) And it's like that movie's okay. It's not. It's not. It's. It's fine. There's no, a I, certain I mean, level of intrigue. It's, okay. I've watched Is there it. ice involved? Does he fall through ice at some yes, point? Yes, he does. Okay. He's like, he's up in like northern Wisconsin. Like yeah. he gets on a, it, it's the most, it's so dumb. Like I, him, him getting on an airboat in like, yeah, I think, was it Charlize Theron? Maybe that might've been it. It's, I don't actually, remember, it's I, not even worth looking up, honestly. No, cause Charlize Theron was, she was in uh devil's advocate with him. I mean, maybe they were in uh I think I it was. Know, I watched this movie up at my grandpa's. Uh, cabin. cabin in northern Wisconsin. But anyway, you look. You keep talking. I'll, Anyhow, I'll so up. it was either we watch Chain Reaction, Chain Reaction, or or Mission Impossible, or something else. Rachel Wise. That's what it was. Oh, I love Rachel Wise. Fred Ward and Brian Cox are in. Oh, movie. fucking Fred Ward is in it. And Kevin Dunn. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. It's it's fine. It's a fine little thing. It's okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyhow, so I'm like, oh, oh. God, freezing that. Oh, anyway, so like, him okay, on. we need to watch. Uh, we need to watch. I'm like, I'm letting everybody know you should. We should be watching Mission Impossible. It's a much better movie. X, Y, and Z. Was Mission Impossible available? Yeah, of the three yeah, movies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It was okay. just like, yeah. And you like, don't remember the third movie? I don't remember the third movie. Damn it. So we watched Chain Reaction. What are the chances it was like Jurassic Park? It, probably not Jurassic Park. Another hit movie out of 1995, 96. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's always an option. It's always an option. Uh, and then so, and we only got to watch like the first hour of Mission Impossible. Like, see, I fucking told you guys, this is a much better fucking movie. So you guys ended up watching Mission Impossible? Like for an hour. Oh, and after then, you watched Chain Reaction. Like, and then, yeah. So you watched Chain reaction, reaction until like four in the morning. Yeah, and then we started, well, I think till well, it was, it was probably two, it was probably three to five watching Chain Reaction, and then from five to six. an hour and six, 47. 
Type. Five to six, watching uh, the first hour of uh, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. You got? Did you get to the point where Emilio dies? Uh, yeah, that's like the first five minutes. Well, I'm just making sure. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Oh, it's it's good okay, because you know Brian. Was it showing when John? Was there, was there one more story? There was more. One more convoluted story t- t- tucked into this, and I don't remember what it was. Tied to Mission Impossible. I know what these it are is. overhyped I know movies. It is. I these know. are overhyped movies yeah. that we're talking about. But I, like, no, because I, no, I don't think it was. I mean, well, it could have been overhyped. It wasn't overhyped for me, but I think it's an excellent movie. In uh, what I find interesting about Mission Impossible series for the first four was that they were, all had four different directors, and they own had their own style. Fucking Brian De Palma. Mm-hmm. Directed the first fucking Mission Impossible movie. It was it's fantastic. Fucking insane. The same guy who made fucking uh, Scarface, mm-hmm. uh, you know, made fucking Mission Impossible, and you know, it just n- nuts. It's nuts. It's a it's a very good movie. I've I have not kept up with the series. I have popped in on the series yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. Um, I, the first one, and I, I, I don't want to talk about the second garbage. one. The second one's I, garbage. I don't want to speak. I, I've watched the first one the most. The, the second one's garbage. But. I think the I think it's interesting because I'm trying to like go through and wrap my brain around movies that were overhyped that I went and saw in the theaters that when and I saw them I was like oh my god this is fucking horrible like for for me it have was, you ever well, first off have you yeah. ever walked out on a movie like no no never never okay. it takes a it takes a hard bit for me to turn a movie off or I've walk. done it once yeah I do, or fall asleep during like. I think not so much. Not so much anymore. <laughs> like it was. I'll, the f- I'll fall asleep to movies now, but usually movies I've seen a hundred times. I walked out of the Final Fantasy movie. That was oh, I just watched a little video about that. It was interesting. No, the I, movie wasn't. No, I I remember like. I remember, and I was. I, remember, I never liked Final Fantasy. I never. Right, and but, my like I wasn't into Final Fantasy. Like my guy friends who were gamers. Yeah. I mean, they Final, loved it. like Final Fantasy VII is just like ah, ah, so great. Square can't yeah. do any wrong. And then I'm like, oh, and they're like, this movie's gonna be fucking groundbreaking. Yeah, and to some extent, it kind of was a little bit. Just I'm like, um, oh, hey guys, I don't know if you guys, this story's boring as shit. Yeah, or at least when I watched it. <laughs> I no, watched I remember, it. like, because I had the same, I had the same group of friends, and yeah. they would, I mean, not the same literal people, yeah, but, but like same same people are like, oh my god, this is gonna be amazing, and we mm-hmm. went, and they wanted to leave. I was like, yeah. well, if you, you like, I, I'm bored as shit. Like this it was movie boring is hor- shit. horrible. I'm like, I don't understand what's what's. How does this relate to like guys running around with giant swords and uh, riding on birds? Because I right. don't. Well, fucking I feel get like it. most video game movies, when they're like most video games, can be translated to a movie just with the general yeah. storyline, right? Because yeah. I know you, we both watched. Did you you ended up watching the the new Mortal Kombat? No, man. No, you haven't. No, I need to sign up for HBO and then I will. Okay, look, I don't know what anyone's expecting when they're watching a Mortal Kombat movie. I don't know if they're like, I want it to be real. An, an, I want it an to immersive storyline. That's right? all I want. Here's the thing I appreciated <laughs> about it. All right, it it had a personification. It kicked of, ass. It had a personification of the violence. Yeah. That was a tip of the cap to Good. the video game, Good. right? And they sure. did a great job of sure. that in in the st- in the story with air quotes and everything with that. This is okay. This is clearly just introducing characters, and then the characters progress, and then they run into another character, and we introduce and that fight, character, yeah. and then we do that. And actually, I even thought how they told the story in comparison to the first one. And the first one, everyone goes to an island, and then that's where you learn all the characters, and they're going to this whole tournament. Yeah. right? I thought it was kind of interesting that we are. 
we are setting up this general tournament, like this big mm-hmm. tournament that's yeah. coming on, and all these uh, players have to be chosen by like a mark on themselves and everything. Sure. Like that. Yeah. So it it was interesting in that way. Sure. You get really high, have a couple drinks, anything's gonna be good. I'm sure it's fine. I don't. Yeah. But but my expectations of it are not. Oh, this is gonna be groundbreaking. This is gonna be so good. This is gonna be groundbreaking. But going back to overhyped movies. But people going, like. But they released that first scene, and. I guess it was really good because I didn't watch it. I I thought look the first scene is really cool. It's uh the I it's cheesy enough as like the video game is cheesy. I'm like what what like what are we talking about? I think people that when we talk about like the Final Fantasy movie and everything mm-hmm. with that and the yeah. Final Fantasy yeah. game and having played it uh enough to like know what it is. I yeah. guess like yeah. I know I'm it like, exists. Okay, cool. Yep, they're like watching people. I've watched a lot of people play yeah. Final Fantasy yeah. for some fucking reason. Yeah, um, just because you're bored and there wasn't the internet and sure. phones and everything. But I don't know what you expected out of it. Like when people are right. overhyping something, yeah. they're they're expecting it to be amazing. And if it doesn't reach yes. amazing, yeah. then it's going to be disappointing. Or you're lying to yourself. Yeah. When yeah. I go in to watch something like the Mortal Kombat movie, I'm like, well, at best this is going to be nostalgic. You know, sure. I want a tip of the cap. You know, I want it like. I, let's see Scorpion yeah. and Sub Zero. Okay, like, really? And then we're done. And oh, Goro. Yeah, I totally forgot about Goro. Yeah. Oh, cool. It, That's fun. Yeah, Kano. Kano. Oh, yeah, totally forgot about Kano. Yeah. That was totally a Jax. thing. Yeah, Jax. Like, well, like all this stuff. Like, sure. That's all I'm looking for. I right. don't understand. This is not going to be groundbreaking. This is not going to be like change mm. cinema from now on. It's like no. <laughs> right. Right. Mm, this is an hour and a half of my life. Yeah. But I mean, thinking of a movie that. Where I really want, I wa- I was invested, and it disappointed me. I can't, yeah, I can't think of one because every every memory that I have, like again, Mighty Ducks D two, that was a that was a waiting game for my parents to like get home, oh. like because they they bought it, they bought it at Blockbuster, and I remember I had to pay them to go get it and everything with that, and oh. it was on VHS, the old uh, what do they call the old Disney cases? Don't they? Call- mm, maybe the big soft squ- big soft cases. I don't know. They have like a name for him. Uh, but anyway. I don't remember. Bubble? I don't remember. But I remember it was just like a twiddling thumbs. Like, <gasps> oh, what what time is it right now? Okay. What time is it now? Okay. Are they coming home? They're coming home when? They're coming. You know, okay. I, like okay. I wanted that movie. And I don't think I saw it in, maybe I saw it in theaters. I might have seen it in theaters. Okay. But just that anticipation and then waiting for it to happen sure. and waiting for it to come. And then when it came, it didn't disappoint because I watched it like forever, you know? Yeah. Do you don't have a movie where, I, I mean, remember, can you think I, of one? I remember, I remember being really excited and really uh, looking forward to The Cable Guy. Okay. And once again, I was 13. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, Dumb and Dumber. Love the shit out of it. The Mask. Uh, Great. The Mask. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one that came out that same fucking year? Ace, oh, Ace Liar, Liar? Or Ace, Ace Ventura. Ventura. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was just yeah. like, oh, okay, all right, here we go. I'm down. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. And then I was just like. What the fuck's this? What did I just watch? This is like, okay, tonally something completely different. I don't understand mm-hmm. what's going on. I've recently oh, rewatched The Cable Guy within okay. the last calendar year. Yeah, and it is a tonal shift. Like when you're, <laughs> yeah, when you're in the midst of it. Because I mean, I do yeah. remember watching. It. I think that was another. Parents don't care what you rent when sure. you rent it, and yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. And then again, having no idea what the hell you're watching, right? And I think that happens to a lot of kids, or used to right. happen to a lot of kids, I guess. Yeah. But like, like, what is this? I remember like watching There's Something About Mary with my parents, and then like oh, the yeah. whole joke of the hair gel and cum yeah. and everything with that, I was like, uh, 
Mm. I don't. I don't get it. But okay. Oh, okay, you know, like yeah. But I was twelve, thirteen, like maybe. Sure. When did there something about Mary came out? Ninety-seven. Ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. Ninety-eight. Because I remember why I did watch that in the theater with my parents. And it was just one sister. And just my I sister. know I had not jacked off yet. So mm, 1998. Noted. 13. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to hold you to that. 98. So, and I did not know <clears throat> how, uh, you know, sticky semen was. Uh, okay. All right. So. No. But I, again, the joke, the joke went over my head. So all yeah. the uncomfortable nature of watching the movie yeah. was, I just, like was how, uh, I just like how, what's his name? Uh, uh, Keith David. Is oh, it, yeah. Is it the Franks or the Beans? Yeah. Oh, July 15th, 1998. Yeah, interesting. Regular. My parents take me to a regular comedy at the ripe old age of 15. It was interesting. Me did as they a, take, did yeah, your parents go? Yeah, yeah, it was me and my parents. Wow. And my sister. Uh, this is a shared in experience. A, in a very small theater in Winterset, Iowa. And this is, again, <laughs> a tonal shift of, is it Cameron Diaz or you think it's. Oh, no, I think I. of Like I'm saying, like the reason why they had confidence going is because the, they. The f- no, the, I don't know if they knew. I don't know if they knew because like my, my, the my mom's friends were running the theater and they're okay. like, okay, we just visited you know, we we're talking to them and they're like, hey, yeah, come watch a movie. Okay. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Yeah. It just happened upon it. What, were, what was the Farrelly's brothers movie before this? Oh, okay. Well, That's my question. We I'm did Peter. Curious. I think we've clicked on Peter. Because he's more the director. Mm-hmm. Louder milk. Ooh. Uh, Talk about heavy-handed. So we're in oh, Kingpin, 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 Dumb and Dumber and Kingpin. Yes. So here's a funny story. So when okay. my parents got divorced, all right, and okay. They, so we ran. They also directed Osmosis Jones. Interesting. Go on. Oh, <laughs> still, I'm not going to watch Osmosis Jones. It's um, not good. Speaking of, this goes ties into your yeah. Mission Impossible yeah. being a good movie, and yeah. like you're going to yeah. you know, be like, come on, what the hell? Yeah. So we um. So we used to have this local little uh, grocery store, mini mart kind of thing that yeah. we could ride our bikes to and you could rent movies and okay. like that. And so we ran, we, me and my sister, we, we rode our bikes to the, the place and we got, our, we got a movie. We, we rented Sister Act. Okay. Don't know why. Right? Okay. These right. are just my memories. This is sure. what happens. It might have been her yeah. turn to rent it or whatever. Okay. Like, and that's what you want to watch. And then when we got home, our parents decided to tell us that they were separating and going to get a <laughs> divorce. And so it was like, Oh, oh, you really put a damper on Sister Act here. <laughs> um, I guess we're, I guess we're, you ruined this, this Whippy <laughs> Goldberg gem for the rest I, of my life. I guess we'll <laughs> sadly watch <laughs> Sister Act. As a family? I guess. No, no, because oh, they were separating. They were. Oh, did like just picked up and leave? One of, yeah, yeah. My dad left. Yeah. It was <laughs> like, uh, and so it was. You and your mom? And your sister? And my sister, and like, I don't, I can't remember if we watched Sister Act or not. I <laughs> can't remember. Quietly on the couch, just watching Sister Act in yeah. the saddest just fucking way possible. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, uh, I've uh. been told, I've been told by many people, like, that's the best way to experience Sister Act. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you do. Have your parents tell you that they're divorcing, and then when your dad leaves, everybody quietly sits on the couch, <laughs> slightly weeping, watching Sister Act. That's the best way it's to the experience best way to do the movie. It. It's the best way to watch Sister Act. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, oh god. So then it gets better. Uh, <laughs> okay. So then the, uh, so then my like my dad's like 
not half ass apology, but like an olive branch to my sister yeah. and I for ruining Sister ruining Act. Sister Act. <laughs> it's like, I'll take you to a movie, all right? I'll take sister you to Act 2? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, uh, uh, what was Shaq's movie? Where Was it Shaq? Kazam? Kazam. So it was Kazam <laughs> and then Kingpin were the two movies in, in the theaters at the same time. And I'm like, can we please, can we please see Kingpin? Can we please see Kingpin? Please, please, I want to see Kingpin. Like, and my sister's like, no, I want to see Kazam. I want to see Kazam. And she got her way, and we went and saw Kazam. So it's like, fuck. Like, bullet dodged as far as your father goes. <laughs> no. So here's the thing. So we went and saw Kazam. All right. Yeah. Okay. As the apology okay. for you know. Just, uh, Dad, I, hey, hey, sorry, kids, we I'm really sorry that we're getting, and we're getting divorced and everything. Uh, um, let's go watch this shitty but, Shaquille O'Neal movie. And it was so bad. My dad was like, "Fuck, I've done. I fucked up again. I, this is it. I fucked up again. <laughs> now I've ruined the NBA. God damn it! Now, Bobby. now we need like. It clearly wasn't good. Like, yeah, I don't want to see it. And he and so then we went and saw again another olive branch. Then we went and saw Kingpin uh, another day, like another with your day. with your sister. Um, I think he just took me for that. Okay, one. yeah. So, yeah, because I don't think she was oh, there for that because she didn't she didn't want to see it. So Kingpin and then we went, came out in '96. Yeah, that's when they got divorced. Right. So you were 11, 11 yeah. watching Kingpin. Yeah, and again that was. Uh, Can you imagine like your dad just sitting there like, yeah? Oh, I think you've talked. about We've this. talked about it. I've had a number yeah. of like. Like, uh, they, oh they just don't God. care or like he like he's he, i'm sure he's just sweating bullets the yeah. entire time like again when she's like when she uh yeah. licks her uh fingers yeah, 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 yeah. i was like yeah i had no idea that's meant yeah. eating pussy but there, there's something she that, looked disgusting there's something about you know getting screwed that just makes me want to take a shit yeah or or, or whatever something like that where it's yeah like, so much stuff goes over my head i was I'm like just sitting there vomiting it's probably processing my parents getting divorced still but <laughs> But I remember those. I'm like, definitely not getting these kids. <laughs> those three <laughs> movies were like always just, just etched in my brain. In your like, memory? We rented Sister Act. They ruined that. We had to go watch, watch Kazam. Kazam. 96 wasn't a great year, by the way. And then we finally got to go see <laughs> Kingpin. So fucking sad. <laughs> go watch King. I mean, like, I mean, Kingpin. I'm sure it was enjoyable. Oh, as, I loved it. As, I loved it. I was like, as an 11 year old, I had the, I had the, uh, you know, I was like, I told you, this is a better movie than, yeah, than Kazam. I told you, I told this you. is a better movie than Kazam. I mean, don't forget. I mean, I don't care about the context yeah. at all. The fact that you're taking your 11 year old in, I don't know, you mean yeah. your old sister? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah she did not. Sh- I don't should think I she was take there. my eight year old uh, daughter to go watch this Riddler movie? Mm. I guess we'll go watch Kazam. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Well, that was that was the only, probably the only reason why it was considered. But again, I had there was all these like loose like like they did not monitor what I watched on television. They right. did not right. care if. I remember, I mean, renting, it would be like half-hearted. It'd be like going yeah. to church, honestly. Like, if they overslept on Sundays, we wouldn't go to church just because yeah, that's, just it doesn't, didn't really matter. Yeah. But um, I just remember those three movies and just having the vindication being like, no, I told I, you, King, I, I fucking Kingpin. told you, Kingpin is a 10 times better movie yeah. than Kazam. I knew it going into it. Yeah. I'm 11 and I'm not <laughs> the smartest tool in the shed right now, but yeah. But I feel Still, like I should be I making should, decisions with this I family right now. Doing, also, thanks for ruining Sister Act. <laughs> we, don't tell me we're going to go watch Sister Act too, please. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It was a, it, it was a fun bike ride there, and it was a fun ride, bike ride back. But when we got back, and it was just the parents being like, Kids, "Hey, we, we gotta, gotta, got to talk to you guys." Anybody sitting like, around the kitchen table? Uh, the no, we were in the living room. We were okay. in the living room. My parents told were me. Were your parents standing up? 
so they uh no they were sitting down so they did this weird thing where okay. they they said like oh we're gonna take a we're gonna take a break and they're like i have no idea what the fuck that what means that mean? what is what does that mean yeah. and i if i'm remembering correctly this is when they after they were taking their break because then they got back together and then they mm. were going to get a divorce and then it was like well uh, what's what's a divorce okay. right and so that was the weird thing where it was like we we're gonna take a break. You have no idea. Your parents. You sure. never know when your parents no. are arguing. I mean, yeah. I mean, you guys have kids. I mean, then you guys. Oh, they know. But they know when you. But I think that's honestly healthy. Honestly, no, going very, through it very much so. Because when it's when you're blindsided by like, oh, I had no idea right. that there was any there rockiness going on. Going going on. But, uh, yeah, enough to be like, so you're going to go live with your friend, and we can see you on the weekends. What the fuck is going on right yeah. now? Like. Yeah, that kind of weird thing where it's a blindside where you'd be like, sure. oh yeah, they've been fighting a lot. So yeah, this makes sense. They probably need a timeout or whatever. Right, yeah. right. So when, again, when you ride your bike <laughs> innocently to go get Sister Act and you come back <laughs> and it's like, whoa, what is, oh, uh, oh, so you're moving out like now. Oh. Like right now. Oh, you guys can't be together at all. Okay, oh. cool. Um, This, wow. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to drink Mountain Dew and. Watch, Watch sister, sister act and got a bunch of candy. Are we still doing that? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, but God, that's fucking weird. Yeah, it is a weird thing. It is a weird thing. And then it was, it was weird because my dad moved out first. And like, mm-hmm. and my dad yeah. was not the crazy person in the relationship. So, like, my dad moving out, and then it was like, you know, it was like eating ice cream for dinner kind of shit like that, yeah. where it was just yeah. like, it's I'm your best friend. Oh. I don't care if the drinks long as you're in my house. Blah blah. Like any, anything with that, or I'm just gonna be gone. And I'll come back whenever. And I remember that was when we had we had a babysitter, and my mom would just go out like she would just leave, and she wouldn't sure. like like there were literally nights where she just wouldn't come home, Ooh. right? So she would like we get a babysitter, and the babysitter would immediately do the thing that all stereotypical babysitters do: go to bed. No, invite a bunch of dudes over. Oh, and like so we're, we're just sitting around like. And I still know I still know this girl to this day, and she we've never really talked about. It. It's been quietly unspoken. But yeah. Like she would she would come over and babysit, and she would invite like three or four dudes over. They would all come over and like hang out, and my mom would not come back home until like yeah. maybe two or three in the morning, and sure. like that. And it would just be do whatever the fuck you wanted to do. Like I honestly did. She have did the babysitter have tons of sex in my house while she was babysitting us, quote unquote. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Just getting gang banged by dudes? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if I'm looking back at it, I'm like, there's the can ratio. You, next time you see her, can you point her out to me? Just because I'm curious. Yeah, I will. I'll tell you off, off pod. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Do I know this person? Yeah, I bet you do. Fuck. Right? Ugh. She did. Get fucked. Probably. God. Probably. Because, again, I'm, I'm like, again, I'm 11, and it's. Clearly obvious to you that we're running. Kingpin's a better movie, and also you're <laughs> yes. babysitting, you're just getting. Ugh. We're just getting uh, basically you're just getting a free pass to be like, uh, we'll do whatever you want. We're gonna do whatever you want. If you don't say anything, we won't say anything. Uh-huh. And so it's like, oh, I'm gonna go play Sega Genesis, I guess, in my room until my eyes bleed, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Right. And then, yeah, they're probably smoking sure. weed and drinking and Oof. getting fucked. And Oof. and again, my mom would my mom would not come home some nights. She'd just be like, uh, like I'd come in, at, like I'd be asleep, and then Gone. you know, yeah, and then. That lasted for like a few months because yeah. then my dad was like, um, no, no. Yeah. I clearly know what's going on. Yeah. But. Right. And then so he moved back in and then she moved out. And Ugh. that's when 
sister act was ruined was after that. So. Okay. Okay. But okay, there was a little bit of time when other things were happening. Yeah. In Sister Act 2, where did that come in? Did you ever watch Sister Act 2? I did in a hotel. I watched Sister Act 2 in a hotel. It didn't have the same kind of- uh, It didn't have the same <laughs> jarring quality. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, from now on, my life is forever going to be changed Yeah. because I'm watching this. I was just in a hotel yeah, in Chicago. Just, that was just a hotel in Chicago. Yeah. It wasn't really a life-changing moment. I thought Whoopi's older stuff really got me through. Yeah, it really got me through. <laughs> God, I want to say we, Ghost. I want to uh, say we did watch it though. I want to say Karina, Karina, and well, you know me. I'm a Ray Liotta guy. You know, I'm a Ray Liotta guy for days over here. Watch mm-hmm. out. Yeah, you know he wasn't <laughs> didn't bat left handed. <laughs> of course, of course, he didn't bat left handed and uh, field dreams footloose. Jesus, so sardines. Sardines. This Sardines. Game. Yes, this is going a, back. Uh, this is a great party game. I love mm-hmm. it as a kid. Uh, we played it a lot in college as well, mm-hmm. uh, like in theater. Okay. <laughs> like in, in just because we had access to the theater. Okay. Because uh, I had a key. Theater is the equivalent of uh, the lock-ins yeah, in college? Yeah, a little okay. bit. Yeah. Uh, so this is how you play Sardines. So we all understand the idea of hide-and-go-seek, where one person is it. And everybody else goes out and hides. Is this when your parents told you they were getting a divorce? This is not when my parents <laughs> told me they were getting a divorce. <laughs> uh, Just checking. So, so, you know, one person's it. Everybody goes out and hides. And the guy mm-hmm. who's it tries to go out and find everybody who's hidden. This is the opposite of that. Okay. Where one, the person who is it goes and hides. And then everybody goes and tries to find that person. But instead of saying so it's a manhunt, but instead of saying they're here, you go and h- join them in the hiding. Okay. So and as more and more people find you the, can't move spots. No, you don't move spots. More and more people try to like join in and stay hidden mm-hmm. for as long as they can. So you're trying to find a good hiding spot that can enclose a lot of people that can hide, but also enclose a lot of people. Where does Sister Act come into play in this <laughs> whole thing? Well, we did it in a church. Okay. So well, that's I mean, good. we got that going for us. Were there, you know, modern spiritual things saying? <laughs> no. No? Okay. I remember that lock in, I think I forgot to put on deodorant. Ooh. And I was playing sardines. I was just like, uh oh. And, and also, you were close. And like my the crush I had was like, I'm like, oh. Oh, man. Doesn't that we're suck? Like, we're like, like in a place where the, all the folding chairs. Mm hmm. All the folding chairs get put on a big rolling rack, okay, and like like shoved underneath the stairs or something, mm-hmm. and, it's, and then it's just me and her, oh. and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I fucking stink right now. Oh man, I'm pretty sure I just fucking stink to high heaven. And she could have held your hand that weekend. I know, <laughs> I know. Ugh. She could have made you, maybe even giving you a kiss on the cheek. <sighs> I know, yeah. But did she say anything? Did she she avert her eyes? Well, I can't avert eyes because we're in the dark. Ooh. I mean, that's a big thing about when you play sardines. You should play it in the dark. Okay. So you well, can, that's another thing to, to hide. I mean, I for, to help with hiding. This, I thought of this this large, expansive landscape that you're, no, you're dealing no, with. Just no, like, it's just in, in a church. I mean, it, like nooks and crannies, and tri- so like one person goes hiding in like a nice tight where nobody mm-hmm. can fucking find you. Right. And maybe you can get two. Maybe you can get three. Maybe well, this four. Is a, this is a way to play grab ass, basically. A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. Oh, little I didn't know it was your boob. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. oh my god. I, and we love playing it in college. Like, I mean, mm. like, especially like in the theater where it's like in the, where there's 
all kinds of fucking nooks and crannies and mm-hmm. just like okay. that is totally <laughs> way to play grab ass <laughs> in college and, <laughs> yeah oh, and it's, i remember like just a bunch it's not of sexual assault we were playing sardines okay I, there was one point i remember one time in college i'm sorry i reached around and tweaked your nipple i apologize it was literally so it was like i don't know 10 15 of us playing right and it was literally like there was 10 of us how many and, dudes did you jack off in this uh, thing? Probably seven. Okay. Well, yeah. It's a, well, it's a good game. But the last five could not fucking find us <laughs> whatsoever. Oh, I thought you said you couldn't get them <laughs> oh, off or something. I, okay. Well, no. Listen, I know what I'm doing down there. <laughs> I know how to make it work. So the last five couldn't find you at all? Not at all. They're like, like, and after 20 minutes, they're like, okay, all right. Like, like, the game's stupid <laughs> now. Like, this is dumb. We're getting angry. <laughs> yeah. And like they walk. And theater kids getting angry, they will get mad. They just walk past us like five times. It's just like, can they fucking see us? They fucking see us? How can they fucking? You guys are really good actors. Yeah, because we're really good. <laughs> no, we know how to become a wall. <laughs> <laughs> you, the the trick is you have to think about being think the wall. about being the wall and think about the <laughs> wall's emotions. But the, and the, the more people they get in, like get in, join the mass. Yeah. That's and, interesting. And I've never heard of that. And game. you start packing in like sardines. sardines. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Okay, I yeah. get it now. Yeah, you get it now. It's a great. I love that game. Did I ever tell you about my hide and go seek story as a child? No, I go think on. I don't know if we've told. Like Ghost in the Graveyard. Um, you know, I mean, we were just playing. We were playing standard. Standard. Uh, hide and go seek. Okay? Ali, Ali, oxygen free. Yeah, I mean, whatever that means. We never really yelled anything. Which is kind of be quiet until someone found you. Okay, basically. cool. All but right. um, over at a sleepover, probably was in second, third grade, probably third grade. You know, early sleepovers. I mean, when you get into those. Yeah, I'm, I'm invited to someone's house. I'm gonna go. Yeah, okay. I have and two corresponding things with your story that you just told. Okay, so we were playing hide and go seek, and you jerked off seven dudes. <laughs> it was third grade, so I didn't. So I did not know what I was doing back then. So yeah, so it took uh, a lot longer. It took a lot longer, and I was like, oh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. By the way, I just like I haven't watched something about Mary yet <laughs> at all, at all, <laughs> basically. So we were playing uh, hide and go seek. And okay. We decided to, it was all throughout the house, right? And there was probably seven, eight kids there, maybe in the, hiding, in, yeah. in the sleepover. Yeah. And so me and this other kid, we ran upstairs into this room, and we were like, we're going to hide in the toy chest. That's what we're going to do. These two uh, big toy chests and yeah. stuff like that. So we're just going to hide in there. We left the doors open, shot the lights, everything like that. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. As, yeah. as you do, yeah. right? Right. And this one kid, or the the other kid in there, he was sitting on a John Deere tractor toy, like a you know, like a little miniature John Deere tractor sure. toy. And he's like, oh, what the hell? And he just picked up and threw it. Right in the air, just threw it yeah. in the into the black. Yeah, know, everything, and it smacked me in the fucking forehead. You can probably still see my oh, scar from it, oh. and so it hit me. I was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, and didn't think anything of it because sure. I mean, we want to win. Yeah, that's that's so all we want to do. We were quiet. Like, okay, shh, shh, but I'm like, blood just all going all down my face, and it's it's hot up there. But I'm like, oh, I'm just sweating. Because I'm a, I'm a fucking yeah, child, yeah. Right? I'm just sweating, so I'm like rubbing what? my hand, I'm wiping on my ch- on my shirt, yeah. I'm wiping it on the walls, yeah. I'm wiping yeah. it all 100%. over the place. Like yes. I'm just like because it's, it's, it's so hot, it's so hot in here. You're in an enclosed box. Yeah, yeah, it's so hot, and it's uh, and then when they came in to sh- turn on the lights, it looked like a fucking murder scene, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, oh no. Uh, <laughs> Shit, I'm bleeding profusely. Oh, actually, yeah, is what yeah. that's what's going on. Yeah. And thankfully, like his mom was like a nurse, yeah. and so like they had to like bandage me up. This is my, I want to say this is one of my first sleepovers. Sure, we're one of the first five sleepovers, and so bleeding profusely, had to get it all like uh, bandaged up and yeah. everything like that. And then 
much like you forgetting to uh, put, on wear, pu- yeah. put on deodorant. Yeah. I forgot to change my socks from the day I was wearing. Like I just was wearing the same socks. Yeah. yeah. And my socks fucking reeked. They just reeked. Yeah. We ended up having to like throw them out because oh, <laughs> it was so bad. So bad. Yeah, because it was just again the kid like yeah. if you leave a third grader to dress himself sure. again. Yes. This is a couple years before my parents got divorced. They were but the writing was on the wall. What the writing was on the wall. <laughs> it was just neglectful. But uh, yeah. If you leave a third grader to like yeah. dress himself sure. and everything like that, yeah, you know, they're not going to change their socks. They're like, yeah. the socks look fine. It's fine. I don't smell things yeah. the way that you smell things until we're in this really concentrated, enclosed, enclosed space. And I'm like, I there was a Michael Jordan, Larry Bird uh, computer game that you could play. Do you remember this at all? It was on like the old MS-DOS computers. No. And you basically had to use... Uh, you had to use the keyboard to like go back and sure. forth, and you could basically shoot. It, yeah. was, it was a one-on-one game, but like okay. you'd always play the computer. Okay. And that's all I really wanted to do. I just wanted to play that game. And we, we had all these other distractions and stuff yeah. going on, all these other things. And finally, the next day after I was like hitting the head and then had socks that smelled, basically not exiled from the sleepover, but kind sure. of exiled from yeah. the sleepover, I finally got to play that game. That and then Bobby kid fucking stinks, and he bled all and he over bled all everything. over the place, yeah. I guess you can play my video games by yourself. I'm yeah. going to go over here. And we also game. watched The Fugitive that night. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Good fucking movie. It was, but it, it was one of those movies where, again, everything goes over your head. And why on earth, when The Fugitive, when did The Fugitive come out? 94? 92. 92? I feel. Hold me to that. Okay. I'll hold you to that. Okay. Well, look, this is just going to be like a time frame because I remember like The Fugitive. 93. 93. Okay. Great also, fucking movie. Also reminds me of uh, seeing a trailer for Terminator Two okay. and being terrified. Mm. Again, not yeah. over, not overhyped, but like when something yeah. hits you, when yeah. you're like, "Oh, that that first Terminator trailer." When it was like a year out, yeah. I want to say, you yeah. know, it was just like it's coming. You know, yeah. I was like, "Whoa, that's a terrifying trailer." But I would right now stop what I'm doing right now and watch the fucking Fugitive. I would. It's. It's a fantastic it's, movie. It's, it fucking works. It still works. My my uh, wife can quote it like oh, the back yeah. of her hand. Oh, yeah. this is one of the movies. This oh, this is, is on one the, of those movies. On a pre-approved list this of, is one of, of those. your wife's family. <laughs> of course, yes. Yeah, absolutely, yes. <laughs> yeah. I want to say, and she can hold me to it if I'm if I'm wrong, but I want to say they they didn't own it, but they, they taped it. They taped it off. Off TV, so there are parts oh. that when we were... When we were watching it, when we rented it. She's like, what is this? She's like, this? I've never seen this part. Or what something. is this? I want to say. And if I'm wrong, oh, honey, let me know. Because she does listen to the podcast. Yeah, but. there was, uh, yeah, that's like uh, my wife with, uh, uh, maybe it was, I don't remember what it was. I think it was uh, Sound of Music. She had a taped out version or something. She's <laughs> you like, see all those Nazis? And she's like, what is this song? What is, and then she, wa- and then she was like, this is a totally different song that I've never heard uh-huh. ever. And they was like, well, that just like cut out. Yeah. <laughs> so we're yeah, going I, through we, where we watching uh, Game of Thrones right now. Yeah. And just kind of going through it. And and she's brought it up a couple times where she thinks that there are scenes in it that weren't there before. Yeah. And I don't have enough of a basis. I mean, I've seen it a number of times, but I can't be like, yeah, I can't say she's wrong because here's here's the biggest smoking gun. OK. For it. So when Robert Baratheon is dying. Yes. All right. Yeah. He says, killed by a fucking boar. Yeah. All right. He, Something like that. 
No, <clears throat> like that's because yeah. we we say that to each yeah. other all the time. Yeah, because like, sure. I think he's one of the great characters in that yeah. show. I fucking love him. Yeah, right. And he's like, killed by a fucking boy. Like yeah. we've said it to each other all the time. Similar to what we're talking about, like when you sure. just kind of go back and forth with somebody on a movie all yeah. the time. You're just yeah. quoting him. We're watching it. He does not, not say, say that. It? So if, if there's some weird say? Mandela effect thing going on. I'd have to go back and listen to exactly what Are he you said. Sure it wasn't like the scene before he died? killed by a pig or something like that. Yeah. Like he did not. In his entirety, say killed by a fucking bull. Yeah, and I know it because like we say it like yeah. that, we do all that. Because hmm. that's interesting. We do the other one too of more wine, you know, all that. But I love that guy. I love him too. Yeah. And so like, because I love the line killed by a fucking bull, yeah. and he never says it. And I'm like, wait a second, wait, 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 wait. Is this a Mandela effect thing going on? Yeah. Like what? Or is it an edit? Like is no saying killed by a fucking bull. There's no way we will we will do some research for the next episode. But I mean, you can. Uh, okay. Do you remember you remember him vaguely saying that, right? Uh, yeah. I, I want to say uh, uh, killed on a fucking hunt or killed killed on a like gorged by a boar or or some or something ish. Like it's not. We'll look it up. How about killed by a fucking boar? I mean, I. Robert Barat- Baratheon. I'm not going to get there, but we're going to get close. It's close. It's close. Hamish doesn't get enough. Uh, wow. Two results. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. It was killed by a boar. We'll, we'll, we'll do some more research I feel on like this. just killed by a boar. Uh, yeah, but he didn't even say that. You didn't even say that. No, he didn't even say killed by a boar. Okay. It was just a completely different line. And we'll I'll show you I'll show you it afterwards. Sure. Okay. But but it's uh one of those things where when you know again like going back to like some you're seeing yeah. something you I've seen this movie a million times but actually I've right. seen this version of it exactly and, and that's what like so many movies from the the eighties that I've the nineteen eighties the nineteen eighties yeah not the eighteen eighties they didn't have I was talking about the sixteen eighties oh well they didn't have film back movies back then either. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, right. no, no, no. Okay. Just, Whatever. If you that's your, your opinion, man. That's your opinion, man. Uh, the, the, you know, you say. Have you ever seen that movie? Have you ever seen that movie? And it's like, well, hold on. I mean, I've seen it, but I've watched a edited version of it as an eight-year-old on television, right. where I'm fucking, you know, in and out. And I'm here. How many times I saw Shawshank Redemption before I sat down and watched, watched Shawshank it? Redemption? Is I probably saw that movie right. fifteen times before right. I actually watched the whole movie. Right. And yeah. And there's like so many movies like do I really think that I've seen I don't know Tango Steven, and Cash. Steven still I mean uh Steven not Steven Seagal, uh Stallone. Um uh, Sylvester Sylvester Stallone's Rocky Cobra. Oh Cobra. <laughs> you know, oh. or, or you know Over or, the Top. <laughs> over the top. You know, these movies are just like I've seen an edited edited down for television. Mm-hmm. Rambo of this Rambo is like that for me yeah. speaking of Sly Stallone you know it's like have I have I really ever watched, watched it Rambo right no and no. I did it's delightful was it it's like Rambo first blood is delightful also with Brian Dennehy it is and like it's it's a good movie but again it's another one of those movies where I have not I've seen little bits and pieces of it, but I cannot say I've seen the same thing. Yeah. Same thing with Tango and Cash is another movie that comes to mind where like yeah. I've seen bits and pieces, but 
Yeah, I remember as a kid watching the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, Cyborg. Another one of those movies, right? I think it was a can. No, like, I watched that full-blown, like... Be, having older brothers is kind of like having an absentee father. Okay. <laughs> you just get a kid to watch whatever you want. Okay. Uh, and so, I mean, they would rent movies. Hey, I'm a 16-year-old, 17-year-old boy. Yeah. We're going to rent this. This. And then it's like, well, fuck, I guess I'm watching that, too. Yep. Yeah, that's true. You know, I remember I love. So like, Freud was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So, like, I had a love affair with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm. He was my Would you action. kiss him on the lips? Mm, right now? Yeah. 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 I mean, I just do. for the story. Yeah, I just kiss him. <laughs> I mean, like. If you come and be like, oh, I thought it was European. I, th- yeah, I, I yeah, thought it was Jean-Claude. Yeah. Sorry. No tongue, but I might just get a little bit of his <laughs> lo- bottom lip on my, in between my <laughs> lips. You know what I mean? I love you just go and like <laughs> you just go like the kiss both yeah, cheeks. Yeah, not the European. And then you just you like, just, just end get with just nice wet, you know, just slightly <laughs> open. Oh, I, I thought it was your church thing. tongue. How uh, long John Claude would be like polite and be like, I, I guess, I guess, I guess I'll allow you to kiss me on the mouth. Whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, okay. hey, now hey. we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, just, you're there until I grab my ass. Yeah. Uh, so I loved John Claude Van Damme a lot between uh, Bloodsport and Street Fighter. No, not Street Fighter. What was his other big one? Not Lionheart. I didn't really like that one. Oh, um, yes, we've looked uh, this up actually before. Bloodsport and uh, Kickboxer. Kickboxer. And Kickboxer, then and then there was. Uh, Double, double, impact. double impact was, was garbage. It, uh, it was a solid video game. Yeah, was it? Yeah, double impact was a video game turned into movie. Double team. Mm. Two of his top four movies on IMDb, IMDb have double, double in it. I remember watching. I don't remember. Like I had a taped off version. Like my cousin taped off Double Team for some reason, <laughs> and I was like going through his weird catalog of things taped off the VHS, and I was just like. What the fuck is this? I want to say, hold on, click on that. I want to say Mickey Rourke was the bad guy. Yeah, he totally is. He's, uh, he's listed right there. Oh, yeah, Mickey Rourke was the bad guy. Fucking garbage. Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, and Univer- Dennis Rodman. Univer- yeah, Universal Soldier. Uh, I enjoyed oh, yeah. that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anyhow, uh, yeah, so I remember watching Cyborg as a kid, as a like child child, mm-hmm. and be like, man, this movie is so fucking good. I think it was made by Canon Pictures. It was Lionheart like, was the other one you were trying to Lionheart. Think of. What did I say? I he said, said Lionheart. I did. Okay. I, I didn't really like that one as much. Um, Double Impact was dumb. I love the shit out of Time Cop for some reason. But you didn't like Street Fighter. Oh, Street Fighter is a piece of shit. Easy. Easy. I remember uh, I watched Death Warrant and I don't remember that. Sudden Death had like a. God, he was on an episode of Friends. S- Sudden Death was had a little bit of MacGyver to it. You're just gonna gloss over the fact yeah. that he was on. S- here's the deal. Ready for su- Sudden Death? There was a plot to like blow up the vice president. <laughs> like that's the. <laughs> it was like a former fireman takes on a group of terrorists, holding the vice president and other hostage during the wait wait wait, wait. seventh of the Stanley Cup Finals. Is this Threat Level Midnight by Michael Scott? <laughs> a little bit. Like like this is totally what it fucking, is. The fucking vice what? vice president? That's what we're Seriously, worried about? Seriously, though, in Threat Level Midnight, they, I want to say. Oh, is Powers Booth the bad guy in this? Oh. 
Oh, rest in peace. R.I.P. I love that man. Yeah, loved, loved. He's no longer at with one us. point. Like he makes a like a makeshift gun out of a fire extinguisher. I like. like I like that the character's name of the vice president is just vice vice president. president. Oh, Excuse me, vice president. Oh, what's that guy? Anyhow, so I started like so I watched Cyborg as a kid, and I thought I was like fucking like oh man, this is so fucking badass. And then like for some reason we like inherited a, a VHS copy of it. Because someone's like, you just you have this now. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, oh man, I fucking love that movie. And then I put it on. And I'm like, I don't think I love this movie. This is absolutely atrocious. Like this is makes no sense. <clears throat> and I could only get like 20 minutes in. So and you then, have walked out of a movie. <clears throat> well, I turned it off. Shut it off. And then I was like, as an adult, I was probably like 30s. And I'm like, Cyborg? He made Double Team after he made a guest appearance on Friends. Yeah. That's, I never watched The Quest, did you? Uh, it was a it was a Mortal so. Kombat ripoff, I think. Like where Ooh, a, ge- yeah. a group of gentlemen of fortune visits a legendary lost city located in Tibet. They plan to steal a priceless statue of Golden during a martial arts tournament. Uh, I'm like, I swear, like, okay, that just sounds like, I remember reading the bag, like, okay, so this is like a Mortal Kombat ripoff. With a Ocean's Eleven twist. Yeah, you know? I guess. Oh, Roger Moore's in it? Hold on, scroll back down. What the fuck? Roger Moore's in it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anybody else? That's it. That was it. You got <laughs> I want to say what? It's five this might have been a movie we put on at the at the movie store yeah. when I was working at Mr. Movies in Iowa City, Iowa. Lovely little mom and pop. Yeah. Movie rental place. PG thirteen. Th- yeah, that was our, that was our thing. Jean Claude Van Damme so, directed it, by the way. Ooh, you are totally right. A story by Jean Claude Van Damme. He so also he watched. Co-wrote, he also co-wrote he, some other movies. I saw that. Yeah, he just yeah. watched <laughs> Mortal Kombat. He was like, "What if we? Oh, uh, just uh, can we make a heist of it? Can we get Roger Moore in this? So can you imagine Jean Claude Van Damme directing Roger Moore. <laughs> Can we just get a little more feeling? I can't do it. I can't do a good John Claude, you know. I don't remember the Legion. But um, so working at a movie store, you yeah. just remember all the 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 cases, the movie cases. I mean, that's the yeah. things you see yeah. all the day, yeah. all you know, all, all the, the time. live long day, all the live long day when you're super high working at a movie store. <laughs> um, so so many of these movies that like we pull up, I'm like, ooh, yep, I remember seeing that a bunch, yeah, a bunch. It was weird. I mean, living going back to like before your parents got divorced. No, after my parents got divorced, okay. but before the internet or before like the smartphone world that we live in. Yeah, like, yeah. You'd be forced to look at it, so you would rem- you pull up like the Quest with Jean Claude Van Damme. Right. Like, oh, I've totally seen that. I've I've totally seen that, that cover. That cover. Yeah. Absolutely. Have I picked it up and put it in in uh, VCR and everything like no. that and played it? Probably from my from movie. Mr. Yeah, from, from Mr. Mr. Movies. movies. Yeah. Did I remember watching all of it? No, no. Is it's it going like, to be a completely new movie? I Absolutely. can describe to you the the case for Action Jackson, a movie starring Carl Weathers and Craig T. Nelson. That okay. It came out like yeah. in 1989, 1990, and I can describe that to you. It's Carl Weathers holding a gun with maybe a lady to his back and then maybe the eyes of Craig T. Nelson like or something. Mm-hmm. Never fucking seen that movie, and at no point do I want to watch it. Here's my example, and it, it, it might be a good movie. I just don't remember it. 
the Hudsucker proxy. Do you remember that? With yeah, with uh, Tim was, Robbins. Uh, Tim Robbins wearing was, with this hula hoop out front. Yeah, I've seen that movie. It's good. Yeah, it's a uh, Coen Brothers. It's a Coen Brothers movie, right? So as a kid, that was a film major and everything, working in a movie yeah. store. I'm like, oh, Coen Brothers, Tim Robbins, absolutely. Let's put fucking weird ass shit. Couldn't tell you a goddamn thing about it other than there's a hula hoop and everything from the cover of the movie. I mean, yeah. really, I watched the whole thing. That was the beautiful thing about working there. Like, it was a mom and pop movie shop. Yeah. Shop. If you worked at Blockbuster or, um, you know, Family Video was another big rental yeah. place. There was another one called Hollywood Video. They would allow you to watch, Hollywood Video would allow you to watch movies. But if you worked at other movie rental chains, you'd have to watch like the endless loop of trailers, basically. That's all yes. you could put out. Yeah. Which would drive you insane. Yeah. I mean, obviously how m- yeah. people weren't murdered, I have no idea. But right. the fact that we were able to watch movies and it was ran by... I mean, we probably had five fucking people that worked there, you know, five or seven, whatever. Okay. All of us incredibly high, you know. Yeah. And it was it was fantastic. One of the best jobs I ever had. Got paid shit, but like could sit around and just watch movies all day, just check people out yeah. and then just put on whatever PG-13. We had this game like because they sold bouncy balls and again, like you just leave. I think my boss was 25 and I was <laughs> 20, maybe, you know. <laughs> And it was just like you leave us alone and with bouncy balls right. and weed and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make games. Like yeah. so we we ended up making like this game where you'd have to you have to bounce the bouncy ball off of like different racks of the movie mm. or different racks of movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And people would like walk in and we're just doing this. Yeah. Like, no one cares. No, you shouldn't. No one cares. You shouldn't care. Just like you shouldn't call the cops. You shouldn't care <laughs> walking into your de- your video rental store and the fucking workers are just they're bouncing bouncy balls. It's so unprofessional. It's so unprofessional. I'm gonna write a strongly worded email, not email, but a mail. I'm gonna start a strongly letter letter. I want to talk to the manager. I want to talk to the man. And he's he is, high as shit over he, there in the he's corner. Right there. <laughs> he's filling out our time cards for us. Thanks. Um, yeah. You shouldn't care. If you walk into that place and you're like, <gasps> I mean, it's it's one thing if you're like, you know, you actually, somebody asks you a question and you fucking just blow it and just. Well, so I remember like we had this incentive thing where. Did if you, you ever ruin it? What? Ruin the, like, the job? Like ruin some, somebody's experience? No, 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 no. Here, because if anything, like I. So what's the incentives? So th- there was an incentive to like get people to sign up for like a uh, card. Like if you every ninth oh. rental or every tenth rental is free. Okay. You know, if you sure. if you just basically you need a mailing list, so you need their information. It didn't cost anything. You just needed their information, right? And if you didn't give a shit and you're just like, well, would you like to sign up for this? Blah, blah, most people would be just like, no, I don't have time for it. But right, I in my like lone little like a uh, section of having a sales career and like yeah. being a good salesman. I was, I was fucking killing it. And we made it into like this little game, like whoever got the most got, you know, whatever. Extra bouncy balls. Extra prize. Yeah, extra bouncy balls and weed. Um, so I was like, I was I was killing it. And it just became like a thing of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get everybody that comes in here to sign up for it. Like, just tell them they're an idiot. You basically, should. If they didn't, if they didn't get this. Because yeah. really it was. It was like, oh, all we need is your phone number. It's really easy. Like, I'll fill it out for you. Just yeah. you know, tell me what it is. Well, awesome. So. It, it became like this kind of fun, like work environment and everything like that, where everyone was kind of hanging out and stuff like that. And we'd go to like tailgating uh, football games and stuff like that. Cool. Run into my boss and he's just shit faced drunk. And I'm like, yeah. cool. That's my boss. That's fun. It's great. Yeah. Let's do a shot and everything. Um, but yeah, we, we like when you become a manager, it's oh. just they give you a key that you they trust you to lock up the movie store at the end <laughs> of the night. You know, like you can count you can count the money and <laughs> that's, yeah. 
I don't want to be here, so you can be here. You've been here long enough, you know. You can play yeah. the bouncy ball baseball game that you yeah. guys invented here. <laughs> yeah. We were very in, uh, creative there. Yeah. But uh, so when when I had that job, I was like, man, this job pays for shit, but I love it so much. So when I dropped out of college uh, the first time. First time uh, I dropped out of college. First time I dropped out of college. I was like, well, I'm moving to another place that has a Mr. Movies. Like, I wonder uh. if they'll transfer me. And it was so crazy, like when, um, so I got transferred from Iowa City's uh, Mr. Movies to Sioux City, Iowa's Mr. Movies. And there was still a level of comfort, because I moved, I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified. I moved out with a buddy. Moving to the big city of Sioux City. No, I was moving moving with a buddy that wanted to start a band, quote unquote, wanted to start a band. It was was a mistake, but anyway. Yeah, So clearly. Yeah, clearly. Um, but moved out there and I felt so out of place in Sioux city. I felt like, Oh my God, what the hell have I done? Like, yeah, I mean, it's not even really the Missouri river. It's a, no, it's another I'm a fish out of water yeah. and there's no water, you know, well, there's, um, the river there. there's that, but, um, but the Mr. Movies, the comfort of going and watching oh. movies and being surrounded by the same fucking people. type of dude. Yeah. Same type of dudes that were there. Like yeah. that was an odd, like. Okay, well, this is comforting, you know, yeah, at work, uh, you know, because I also had a job at a casino where it was like, uh, show up and you're going to do everything we tell you to do. Oh, and yeah. No, there's no fucking around. You, you're licensed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you had yeah. to have a license yeah. to work there. Yeah. yeah. Versus, you know, just getting high and watching yeah. movies and stuff like that. So there was an odd comfort to that where I was like, I was really appreciative of the time and it it couldn't last. It couldn't have lasted. You know, even when I moved out to LA, yeah. I was like, I was still chasing that dragon of like, I just want to watch movies all day. Yeah. <laughs> and I got shitty way. Just for it. I got, yeah. I got hired at a place out in LA to add a movie store. Yeah. And again. Uh, so the <laughs> shitty Iowa wages were yeah. even shittier out in California. Ooh. And like, yeah, you're hired. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but how much is I making? Six fifty an hour? In um, LA. Um, so I need to and work. This is odd eight. Yeah, I need Obama to work. Obama was president. No, Obama wasn't president. No. Um, so I was like, I need to work uh, more hours than are in the day to live, make rent, and then I don't. I, don't, I can't eat anything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think this is gonna work out. <laughs> right. Same right. thing. I got hired at a movie theater too because I was like a fucking idiot. I was like, I'll just go to I'll, I'll work in a movie theater i'll yeah. work at a like movie rental place like yeah they're all selling drugs out of, out of the back to actually sure. make money but make money right. yeah but i had a nice little nice little time i, yeah. I loved my little time at mr movies yeah we had a lovely game in band in high school involving a bouncy ball we yeah. had a very so it was a long i mean all each side were uh cinder block cinder block walls and it probably stretched probably 50 feet mm-hmm. with two big wooden doors on the end. Okay. And so it was kind of a little bit like, uh, I mean, soccer, where you try to throw the ball and hit the door. Okay. And you, and you had the opposing guy on the other side blocking it. But you had like a, like a, a can, an empty pop can in the center. And so the idea would be to hit that. If you hit that, and the door, like it was like triple points or okay. something, you know. It's a fun. It seems like yeah. a fun game. Not as fun as sardines. But Not as yeah, right. So how much grab ass is going on here? <laughs> right, right. Well, and just, well, everybody was in the in the uh, practice rooms mm-hmm. down the side of the hall. These are long corridors. So it's a long mm-hmm. corridor with all the practice rooms were mm-hmm. on one side, and you could watch the game from there. And mm-hmm. so we'd go down there and drink uh, home room, 
and we'd play this game. Yeah. And then one time, throw money and bet. It was might have been me, and I don't remember if it was me or another kid, but I think I was in the match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were in the arena. I was. In the, I was in the arena. I wanted to say that I was like I wanted to. Uh, I want to be. Uh, be known as witness like we were trying to make up bullshit names for ourselves <laughs> you, you wanted a harrison ford amish approach no, i was gonna be witness because i was gonna be like a jehovah's witness knocking on your door all day oh okay oh, i like <laughs> you know? it you had a whole like, little shtick i like it okay i think i even like brought in an extra sweatshirt could you pitch witness to vince mcmahon <laughs> as a as a wrestler <laughs> maybe not as heavy-handed but like witness yeah, are you ready mm-hmm. to witness this exactly that's Ooh. a hundred it, it just, has that been shut down no i'd just be like well no because nobody cares about jehovah's witnesses no but it, like no i mean oh yeah well that's what i'm saying like you, that's a good name i think that's, that's a pretty I damn good name yeah. I, I brought yeah so i even brought in a sweatshirt mm-hmm. to like don and mm-hmm. wear as okay. um because getting hit with you know one of those like inch and a half rubber balls mm-hmm. hurt like hell says a guy that was willing to get shot with a pellet gun earlier today listen it didn't even puncture the pop can, Bobby. Okay. Now they would have bouncy ball, but it, <laughs> no, but that stung like hell. Like especially, I mean, some kids, you know, they could hurl it really yeah. good. So I think I was, anyway. I was in the arena. Okay. He was in the arena. <laughs> the witness, witness. I, you know, is the, it just witness or the witness? I, no, I just I, uh, maybe witness. I think I can. I think witness is stronger. Stronger. Yeah. It's stronger. And, but like things were starting to pick up. Like, witness this. to the to the point to the point where we were like. Giving ourselves here's the, bullshit uh, names and everything. Well, and here's the thing: I'm just I'm spitballing on the wrestling thing because it's a fantastic name, actually. No, I, think a, I think it's a good name. You get you get your opponent into the the finishing move. You get them ready, yeah. and they're like, you know, they just can't get out of it. And then you say, "Witness this!" And everyone yells it too, like "Witness this!" And then you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Ooh, that's good. Uh, that's trademark, th- by the way. I th- um, trademark. I thought it was a good name, Vi- th- Vince yeah. McMahon. Don't you come after us? Anyhow. It, I think it, it might have been me. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> this is a perfect, perfect Nathan story. I can't here. It might have been me. It might have been. Remember, I can't remember. But I'm gonna talk. I feel like, like it's exactly. I me. feel like it was. It could have been me. It could have been the other guy. I don't remember what it was. But bouncing was. somebody, we bounced the ball, and it hit the fucking fire alarm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Witness this. And the fire alarm went off. Uh huh. And. The entire school building is having to empty out. <laughs> well, what's the uh, statute of limitations yeah. on this one here? Well, no, no, like they figured it out. Yeah, they're like, I'm like, well, yeah, we we're playing our bouncy ball game and hit the fire alarm, and that's what made it go off. Which I thought was bullshit, by the way. <laughs> not not like the fire alarm, like the handle thing, but the actual like thing that buzzes. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. that's up in the ceiling. Okay, I got gotcha. you. We hit that, and it fucking Ooh. made the entire fucking fire alarm. That's kind of bullshit. That's bullshit, right? Yeah. Anyhow. You, you guys weren't in the wrong there. I was thinking <laughs> a little red handle. No, yeah. yeah, no. no. And the thing is, so I was signing out of my homeroom. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, yeah, I got to go down to the band room. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And so That was the greatest thing about being in a band. Anyone that no wasn't in band- it. Didn't understand. It was like, oh, I have a lesson. I have to go down to the band room. I gotta, go, I gotta go down to the band room. And if you never went down to the band room, you didn't uh, not understand the amount of shit that you could do down in the band room. Yeah, that had nothing to do with playing playing music at all. Right. Like, you just had to be down there. Yeah. Anyway. So not only could we not 
play that game anymore. <laughs> we, we couldn't sign out of our own home rooms. To, oh. oh, it was like, oh, this, well, this kind of sucks. Oh, see, we had an amazing <laughs> band teacher that would like literally come and get us for lessons that he would never give us and just be like, they just need to come practice. He would show up at study hall. Oh, so yeah. every every study hall we had, he would show up. And if he wouldn't give you the note, he would come out and physically get you. And like, he would even just do the sweeps because he was such a lovely man. Yeah. All right. He would even just do a sweep of study halls and then just show up and be like, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, do you guys, you guys want to come out? I'm like, yes. yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yep. Absolutely. And you go from being in a study hall boring as shit to I'm going to go play PlayStation and drink pop and eat stacks. I never had a study hall at all ever in my high school. Really? Yeah, it was like you had to not give a fuck to get a study hall. Like, see, no, we had we had them built in. Yeah, they were built in to ours. I, I say that I'm gonna take that back a little bit. Oh, did you say something that was hyperbole? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's well, not like you. Well, we have <laughs> we went to a block schedule. Okay. So it was you know once we were in a block schedule where it's like every class is an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no need for an entire hour and a half long study block. Yeah, I'm trying. It must have been an hour and a half long study hall. I'm trying to think of how Could long. Could you imagine a fucking hour and a half? No. Hey, kids, you fucking sit around I don't and think do our jack fucking shit for an hour and a half? I remember doing a lot of People <sighs> magazines, crosswords. Um, I did some homework. Yeah, man. but that's garbage. That's, but I yeah, mean, you're leaving kids generally unattended. Yeah. Yeah. My, our, my wife, at who was not my wife at the time, would flirtatiously uh, play with my hair behind me. Oh. Yeah. And mm. I'd be like, mm, I like that. She's cute. I like her. And then it'd be like years later, we'd start dating and get together. But hmm. that was my study hall experience. We were in a lot of study halls together. I never had a study hall experience. No. I had, we had many as study hall experiences. but And at the end of the day. This could be a study hall experience. This could be a study hall experience, but. And a podcast. And a podcast. Supposedly. Hey kids, uh, thanks for listening. Did, did it? Did everybody yell the secret word when, when, you, when you heard it? Did everybody yell? I hope you did. Everyone it, should drink when they hear it. If not, listen to the episode again. Yeah, I mean, just listen to it and think about Sister Act and think about like when your parents got divorced. What movie were you watching immediately afterwards that <laughs> made you cry? At least fifty percent of you out there will. <laughs> at least somebody out there. I know somebody in this wild wide tapestry that we call life somebody else got you know had their parents tell them that they got divorced and then immediately watched sister act if that's you please leave Let a comment know. just leave yeah. a comment and uh, we should just at least have a drink <laughs> yeah yeah right five star reviews if your parents divorce and then you watch a, a Whoopi Goldberg movie okay <laughs> we'll just do that just, yeah five stars for that <laughs> and five stars to everyone listening thank you guys <laughs> 